We wrote an article that went viral and sparked a natural hair revolution. We are Elise and Aisha, moms to small humans, digital content creators, licensed hairstylists, brand agnostic, curl educators, and generally your snarky girlfriends with no filter. We're two women from the south side of Chicago taking the stupid out of natural hair. On this episode of Curls Disrupted, what is 4C hair? Like, really? What is 4C hair? Who created it? And why are we committed, wholeheartedly committed to being 4C? All I know is somebody said, and who is somebody? <laughs> somebody, everybody, nobody, who? No, real talk. We, um, being behind the chair, we get so many people coming in the salon. It's like we sit down, we have our consultation. It's more of a conversation for us. It's not really a consultation, it's a conversation. Well, it's consultation and conversation, same thing, because we want to know about your hair, your experiences with your hair, and what your expectations are of your hair. Yeah, and we usually ask, like, so tell me about your hair. And when someone has 4C hair, and I'm going to use air quotes. 4C. They start the conversation, well, my hair is 4C, and you're like, and this is us. <laughs> Naughty. Just naughty, like, okay. Okay. Yes, can, I touch, can I touch your hair? Like, <laughs> so th- this is 4C to you, huh? <laughs> oh, okay. Um, so we have, I, I, and I can't tell you how many times I've been on Instagram, there are whole pages dedicated to 4C so, hair, and when I go through the pages... I I'm like this, like I'm just like it, tight. It gives it me my anxiety. Like it makes me tight. I have anxiety, and it makes my like my breath starts to get short. <laughs> I, my shoulders start to rise. I'm tight. My head starts to hurt. I'm just tight because everything I scroll through, I see it, and I'm like, oh my god! If these people on this page use shampoo every seven to ten days, condition with like amazing emollient rich conditioners, and used used one to two stylers to make a hairstyle happen, this hair would not be doing this. So let's talk about what is four C and where this whole number letter bullshit. Sorry if there's kids listening. Bullshit began because 4C, 2A, 3B does not exist in Milady Standard Cosmetology. Pay the point. It does not exist in the Aveda Cosmetology textbook because I have both I have both Milady's and Aveda textbooks and sitting in my bookcase right now next to my desk. And I'm the most current person from school. Yeah. <laughs> it's, been thir- it's been 13 years since I graduated, I'm, so... I'm the most current, and even in my cosmetology books, there was no such thing we, that existed. I, we were actually just told that it was introduced in the UK. Into books. So it sounds like the profession is trying to follow what the consumers are doing. So let's talk about where this started. So Andre Walker, Miss Oprah, Miss Wonderful Oprah Winfrey, her stylist wrote a book. Now, I have read that passage when I say read it. It was years ago. I don't even know the name of the book anymore. But he started trying to classify hair into what we Categories. categories based on the diameter of the curl. So, what do you mean by diameter of the curl? Because some people might not understand when you say okay, that. Okay, so diameter curl means how big that curl actually is. It a is it a big loop like this? Is it a small tiny coil like a pin coil? Is it like a coffee stir? Is it a tight tight S? Is it a tight tight O? So more of the shape of the actual curl pattern more so than anything else that goes because honestly, like. 
when you start to really look at hair from a different perspective and not looking at the pattern of mm-hmm. the hair. Because y'all are looking right now at the both of us, if you're watching the visual, you're like, oh, they got the same hair. We no. do not have In no nothing, way, shape, or form nothing. do we have the same hair. Our hair is nothing alike. <laughs> my struggles... Her struggles are not my They're struggles. not the same. No. <laughs> you said my struggles are not your struggles. Your struggles are not my struggles. Lord have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. That's only because I know her. I tried to do her hair one time. I was Plus, like, I'm not doing never this again. Never again. Never again. She'll cut it. <laughs> I'll cut it. We're not doing shampoos and conditioning. We're not doing that. We're, we're not that close. <laughs> no. But what we see is when people start talking about their hair being 4A, 2B, 3C in the way that Andre Walker classified, he was talking about the size of the curl. At least so, that was my understanding like, what, of it. What we're seeing here, like right here, my curls are loose. Back here, my curls are if, tighter. And for those of you who want to say color is this, is making her hair somewhere different, put your hair down. I want everybody to see. That's her roots. Her roots look the same as her non-double process hair. They look the same as her kind of double process hair. They look the same as her really, really, really double process hair. So before we start on that train, let's stop that train right now. Oh, God, because if one more person comments under my picture, <laughs> comments on black girl curls, on chocolate curls, beauty, kind of kinky, it's like, oh, I see that the color loosened her. No, it no, didn't. No, that's actually her. That's her curl pattern. This is my curl pattern. Again, all of this dark hair is not colored. Same as what's going on right. down here. Like this, like it's consistent all throughout. That curl, the way it's uh, essing and kind of zigzagging, is the same way it is essing and zigzagging down here. At my roots. So yeah. let's let's break that first. Yeah. Four A two B three C. It was a way to classify hair, and in that book, he indicated that that four C hair needed to be relaxed. So first of all, we're basing our number letter system on somebody who is telling us hmm. that we need a relaxer to make that hair more manageable. Let me just leave that right there. Ooh, that's a heavy load. Now, I have not read the book, but I have seen multiple renditions of this chart. <laughs> um, and so when I came on the scene as a natural and I'm looking, uh, you know, doing my research, research. to learn about my hair. No using, research books. Using, textbooks. Using, using the internet because, you know, we have now decided that the internet is this resource <laughs> a mother of all knowers. No, ma'am, it is not the mother of all knowers because you still got to dig to find the real information. And most of it, guess where it's not? There. It's behind a gated paid wall. That's where the Ooh, real info is. let's talk is. about that. It's behind a gated paid wall and or an appointment. Yeah. So when we see 4C hair in our salon chairs, first of all, first we have ascribed this incredibly negative <laughs> and self-loathing perspective on what 4C hair is. Then we ascribe our hair to 4C when it is dry, when it is dehydrated, when it has product buildup on it, when we don't know what to do with it so we don't like the finished styling when there's breakage. Or how it feels. Or how it feels. Yeah, because yeah, we start getting that hair that feels like a burlap sack. And I'm not using that in a negative way. I'm using that as a reference point Mm -hmm. for how the hair feels. Both of us have felt that burlap, sacky hair. That's really not... That's not the actual feeling of that hair, but because this hair has been drenched, dunked, and libated, sauteed, it's (laughs) slathered. 
<laughs> in all of the 4C hair care practices. Because let's let's th- let's talk oh, about that a little bit. Let's because talk about that. we have this evaluation of our own hair that we are 4C. We don't know our texture, which means the size of our actual hair strand. We don't know our density, which is how many hairs per square inch we have. We don't know our surface texture. We have a lot of a lot of people who call themselves 4C in our chairs have never seen their curl pattern. They don't know what their curl diameter is. So they're just kind of out in the woods with what the actual aspects of their hair are. And because that hair appears a certain way or it behaves a certain way, they're saying, okay, now I need to use these very specific products in this eight-step routine, and I need to L-C-O, L-O-C, L-O-C-O-S-O-S to my hair in order for it to stay moisturized. You know what I think about? Uh, my great auntie is a, <laughs> <laughs> she is a um, licensed Practical social worker, right? Mm -hmm. And we have these conversations. I remember a conversation we had about children. And no child is born bad, right? It is a label we prescribe to children when the child is not doing what we feel like they should be doing. So we call the child bad. Whether we have knowledge of appropriate child development or not. So now this child is labeled bad. Guess what? That child is treated like the child that is bad. People are mean to that child. Mm-hmm. The, the child probably gets blamed for everything <laughs> and has done nothing. Um, and so they when live, I think they live up to their label, they live up to the label. Um, and so when I think about 4C, I feel like those who have prescribed themselves, who have described themselves, who have labeled themselves, I think about that bad child that mm-hmm. everybody labels. And when our clients come in who say they are 4C, and then I show them or we show them their hair and their hair mm-hmm. is doing these things that they didn't know their hair could do, now we've prescribed a new label to your hair. We have given you a different set of eyes. Eyes, expectations, behavior. Because again, when you're starting to treat your hair in this 4C manner, your you hair get starts 4C. to behave you're, you're... as the what's behavior has ascribed yes. to 4C. Yes. So we we somehow there's this thought process that this hair, because it is tighter coiled, it is kinky, it has a rougher surface texture and by the word rougher is nothing negative judgment ascribed no, to it. No, it really You may it be bumpy. hearing it as a negative. It's bumpy. No, let's just it's, call it as bumpy. bumpy. It, it feels like wool versus silk but wool keeps us warm. Mm. A, a, a fly wool coat Listen, it's going to be amazing versus a thin silk shirt, but there's a purpose for that. So we Absolutely. have to stop take, putting judgment on it and actually evaluate that hair for what it is. So many of the 4C, 4C clients that we see have never actually felt what their bare hair actually feels like. And if they have, there is a sense of, I don't like the way this feels because it doesn't feel like someone else's hair or it doesn't look like someone else's hair. And we've immediately ascribed something wrong to that hair that we need to take these 10 steps to fix when that ain't it. Yeah, and part of it is that people are... Uh, using relaxed hair as a litmus, as mm-hmm. a reference point to base their natural hair off of, and that becomes the problem. You want to compare processed hair, right, to your unprocessed hair. That's like comparing like cooked <laughs> apples to actual apples. Like you're going to get a different apple. And I don't like cooked apples. <laughs> well, I like apple pie. <laughs> I <don't. laughs> 
<laughs> with ice cream and caramel. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I mean, that is a different texture that creates mm-hmm. a different, that makes the apple different. We have now taken this apple, we've added heat that's oxidized things. We've added this a chemical <laughs> component to that. Yeah, we have changed the actual makeup of the water inside of the apple, which has done, which we was what we do to relax hair. So when we think about, well, we use these oils and these things to press hair. Cause oh, my favorite, my favorite refrain is, well, our parents used blue magic and they used ultra sheen and they used all these things on our hair in the seventies and they were great. Here's the thing. Number one, we don't even realize why and the purpose for these greases that our ancestors were using. Number one, I, I actually have the book here. I would love to show y'all on video. I'll find it somewhere. But it's the name of it is Hair Story. I think it's by Ayana Bird and Lori Tharps. I'm, I might be wrong. Um, but it brings the history from civilizations in Africa up into like the, the natural hair movement. And what a lot of us don't even realize is that our predecessors were using greases and they were using oils as protection for their hair, beginning in the fields, from bugs and the elements, the sun, whatever they were exposed to, sweat, because that is what they had in this world. They didn't have their combs. They didn't have their brushes. They didn't have the concoctions that were familiar to their culture. Because every, every culture in Africa has a different set of rituals Absolutely. related to hair. Absolutely. So bring that back into the, the early 1900s is where our, our predecessors were pressing their hair. They were rolling their hair. They were using um, rudimentary Marcel irons on their hair. Their hair had to be, number one, water resistant mm-hmm. in order for these, one, for the heat to not break down the cuticle, the cuticle and the cortex layer of the hair and to be resistant to water so that hair stayed up for longer periods of time because they didn't necessarily have the resources at that time, whether it wasn't even necessarily even monetary resources. It was time resources. It was hairstylist resources. Whatever resources you can think of, they were not necessarily maybe where they needed to be. So they cleansed the condition in far different times. That doesn't mean they were using those products to moisturize. In the 70s, our parents picked their hair out and used Afro Sheen, used Ultra Sheen, used a little bit of Blue Listen, Magic. Listen, I can't tell you how many stories I heard from the person who could not get a fro. Like, could you? My, my mom was actually <laughs> Like, there are so many stories about these people who could not, like, try it with all their might. They could not get a fro, okay? But, it wasn't righteous, y'all. It wasn't righteous. <laughs> could you imagine? He was, like, the only person in the neighborhood with no fro. So they was, they was rolling and picking and patting and rolling and, and spraying a little Afro sheen in it because that's what they had. But when we right. think about it, they were using lubricants. Absolutely. Those oils were lubricants. They were not there to moisturize hair. Even when we, we're, okay, so we're, we're 80s babies. I'm just going to say it. We don't say our real ages. But we're 80s babies. Pure 80s. (laughs) And the products our parents had on the market were Ultra Sheen. They were Blue Magic. Most of the time, our hair was getting pressed at the kitchen table. Our hair was getting pressed at the salon by the new stylist at the salon who burned the heck out of us. That was right. Me. And I mean, that was the, the 80s was all about the curls. So that was a different time. I had one too. I did not. I had a curl. I was trying to be like my mom and I hated it. I, but well, all I of my dad's it. family had a curl, <laughs> <laughs> including my dad. <laughs> Actually, at one point, time, all three of us had a curl. It was real cute. <laughs> But we had curls, and so we were using glycerin-based moisturizers to keep our hair on our head because the what we we'll actually do an episode on this at some point because so many consumers don't even understand what those chemicals did. That curl reformation 
relaxed that hair chemically. Right. And then it came back with a second chemical after you rolled that perm mm-hmm. to set it curly. So you had almost no cortex structure. So you had to keep it drippy, a.k.a. lubricated. Mm. So that your hair wouldn't escape from your head. Lord, I'm so glad we're past that. But we have a new Jerry Curl. <laughs> the new Jerry Curl is not, 4C hair. Is, is, <laughs> well, 4C hair and not applying your product properly. I'm, I'm just going to say it. <laughs> it's not, when we say not applying product properly, is thinking that we need to do all these multiple steps before we even get to styling. So what we end up doing is breaking hair down and making it simple. If you're cleansing properly with cleansers that are based in what you've actually done to your hair, everybody's like, oh my God, I don't use shampoo because shampoo dries my hair out. I'm like, first of all, what shampoo was you using? What, first of all? Because shampoo, we, we do this in our in our Black Curl Magic Digital Salon. We also do this with professionals. Is take them through the shampoo spectrum. Shampoo ranges from... Most cleansing, least conditioning, to most conditioning, least cleansing. You can pick a shampoo at any point in that spectrum based on how dirty your hair actually is. You're not, you're not going to strip all the natural oils from your hair if you have ah. layered, sprayed and oiled and buttered, and sprayed and oiled and buttered, and sprayed and oiled and buttered, and then slathered stuff on your hair. You're going to need a shampoo because your natural oils are not in effect at that point. I promise you, they're not. And let me say this, if this isn't the most important like thing that I'm going to say today, <laughs> who does not have the room to risk it all is the person with the hair that is coarse. They do not have the room to be doing all the things for their hair. Like they coarse, cannot. Coarse texture and coarse surface texture. Ah. Those two things are completely different and somebody can have both. Yeah, Which Aisha does. I do. And I cannot. I don't have the room, the time. the. I just can't risk it all. My hair is too volatile. If, if it I, is. If I, use a, if I had to use an adjective to describe it, that would be it. It is volatile. Like, if I do something to my hair, it's like jacking up the church's money. Like, yeah. I got to go back mm-hmm. and try to restore, repair it after that. And it takes the longest. Restoration for the woman Ooh. who has the coarse hair. Mm. The silkies now, you know, when I'm talking about uh, silky and coarse, I'm talking about the surface texture. Silky folks bounce back so much easier, they but know. it's the coarse people. Like it takes, it can take months because if if you if you have jacked up a coarse person's cuticle, yeah. if you don't know what a cuticle is, is a cuticle is the outside layer of the hair. People who have coarse hair have more of it. So if you have managed to jack up someone who has a coarse Surface texture, coarse hair, lots of layers of cuticle. It's really hard to come back from that because it's really hard to actually damage that hair. But once you have, you can't come. Silky surface textures, you can lay some conditioner down. You can like make they do good. what you do. They good. Maybe I'll they good. Until it out. Yeah, the, but the same for the coarse girl. Like she really is not going to be real good. Real, real good. Mm-hmm. And so that new hair appears. <laughs> I mean, and I'm serious. Like, yeah. it, so I get really, I get really tight when I see information being passed to the 4C girl um, that is so uh, far from the truth that it makes me sick because when we get those people in the salon and we have to say to them, listen, so I'm going to need about 24 to 36 months. 
I have to say, give me 12 just to see some change. I need you to have But really, you want to see But really, serious. I want to see 24 to 36, so to have this hair grow out completely. <laughs> but I need you to give me 12 of consistency, of not following the foolishness that the internet has come up with based on what? Um, of you properly cleansing your hair, you properly conditioning your hair, you getting your ends maintained on a regular basis that is based upon your lifestyle, and for you to find one to two signature styles that are low manipulation that allow to you, you to give your hair and yourself a break and make sure that that hair, because we talk about hydration a lot, but we don't, people really don't even know what it is. Hydration is not a no, feeling. It's, not. it's a behavior. No. It's how your hair is actually acting and it's going to be different for everybody. So when I, that client, I come see them at the three month mark when they come back for their haircut. Cause Aisha does, um, she'll, she'll do weekly appointments. She'll no. do back weekly. Sometimes. I don't do them. I don't do them. So I, I'll see you in three months. <laughs> um, and when that three month mark and you went home and you did everything I asked you to do, with the four products I asked you to do them with that entire time, there's always an improvement in not just the styling. There's an improvement of the condition, of the behavior, of the feeling of that hair because you kept it simple. Yeah, and the more simple, the better. I know we get a lot of flack because they're like, all y'all wear is wash and goes. Dude, honestly, we don't have time. I This is the first time in weeks I actually, like yesterday, mm -hmm. sat under a dryer. Oh, me too. And let me tell you where this hair has been. Because this week, I, I was like, no, no, no. I have time. I spent my whole day cleaning my house, getting ready to be out of town for seven days, eight days, eight whole days, um, and sat under my dryer. This hair has flown from Georgia to L.A., was at the beach in L.A., which actually was quite humid. Nice. Was outside at the Hollywood Bowl at night where it was cold and deserty. <laughs> Flew back to Chicago. I'm here with you now, <laughs> but this hair has to survive laying in a hotel bed tomorrow because I ain't doing nothing tomorrow. And then headed back to California to teach a class and be there for a couple of days. So it's like, this is why we do what we do. It's not because we're just preaching the gospel of wash and goes. It's yeah, I'm not. Preaching the gospel of simplicity. Listen. Hydration. There is no time. Ease. Every time I think about like, you know what, maybe this week I'll do a twist down and I think I'm like... Then I got to wait for it to dry and cure and then take it down. Then I got to wait three more days for it to like explode. <laughs> I, you know what? Just I got go on and do that wash and go and just call it a day. So we're not, we're, we're married to simplicity. We're married to sharing simplicity and actually living that simple life. Because most of our clients are professionals. Mm -hmm. um, they are moms. And so the only way that I can show you or tell you something is by actually showing you that somebody who's running multiple businesses, solo Ooh. mommy, um, amongst the other things that I have traveling. committed my traveling and teaching and being on the internet and creating social <laughs> media content, trying to be funny all the time, all the things, right? Doing all these things, I need something in my life to be simple. And that's my hair. My hair is simple. I don't have this, I don't have that time that I used to have to like to luxuriate in an eight-hour regimen that people are selling you. Because let's also talk about that. What happened was companies. And initially, it was naturallycurly.com. I'm going to call them out. <laughs> Whoa. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I can't. No, they were like the first on they the were scene. The, they were the first They've on been the, on scene. the scene over 20 years. They have. But they were the first to really promote that number letter combo and saying, this is what you need to use for this type of hair, this 4A hair. This is what you need to use for this type of 4C hair. And we were, our company started seeing that, oh, people were putting themselves into categories 
And then buying products based on whatever category they put themselves into, whether those categories were accurate or nah. And so product companies were like, oh, new marketing avenue. Let me say that this is for 4C people because the 4C people are the ones who are going to buy everything. So what you have become as a 4C person is a cash cow. And a beta test. And a, a beta. Huge, it's been a huge beta. Oh, it's been a huge beta. A huge, for, for those of you who don't, let's explain what a beta yes. test is. <laughs> We do it all the time. <laughs> so a beta test is to test to see if the market is ready for a specific product or service. So when they're like, oh, we came up with a new thing. Oh, it's for 4C, 4C hair. It's because 4C people felt like they needed something in particular for themselves. That they weren't getting from anybody else. They weren't, weren't getting from anybody else. So it's like, okay, it's for me. It's for me. Let me go spend this. Woo, let me go spend this $100 on these seven products of this whole entire line, not even understanding how the ingredients in that line actually work with the essential elements of their hair. So for all the 4C people we see on the internet, they've got five, six hundred, a thousand dollars worth of products sitting under a sink or sitting in a bookcase. Where they went they went to a container store and bought a whole alpha situation for their hair products. Jesus, praying. I'm lifting y'all in prayer. I'm like, that's a whole vacation. That's a wardrobe refresh. That's a pair of like red bottoms. Uh, it's a trip to the salon where you're going to actually spend less in an entire year getting haircuts and getting the products you need because the products we're going to suggest and recommend outside of the appointment are going to probably run you somewhere between $150 and $200, depending on what you buy that will last you anywhere from nine to 12 months. Yeah, so at that point, like <laughs> because now you have become the cash cow, now you've been conditioned in conditioning yourself to think that my hair is a purple unicorn, using the same products that we use on everybody else. I actually did a I need to do a profile on some of my clients that have been with me the whole time uh -huh. who do everything that I say to do, especially my taper clients who come oh, in. I need to, to do y'all a rundown of like this person come, came in for this appointment. 4C people. Yeah. For real 4C people that y'all would recognize yes, as 4C. I, actually, I'm going to do a profile. I have a client in mind that I'm thinking of who comes <laughs> in literally every six weeks for her haircut. She spends $85 Every six weeks. Plus the products that she bought. She probably spent, I think she did a little, she did a uh, rundown of the products. She, she spent but she about. Was she the one who said she had a 400, like $425 worth of products she was just buying off the shelf just because versus like 170 like, Was it 70 or it like 41 Actually, it was $141 of the products that she was Plus able to use. her initial appointment that I think at the time, her initial appointment was like 225 maybe. Mm -hmm. So 225 $85 every six weeks. That is not adding up to no thousand dollars. <laughs> and, and it can be as expensive or inexpensive as you can because I have clients yes. who come to me who are 4C. Right. That just for their haircut. So they're spending ninety dollars every four every three to four months with still me. not a thousand dollars. Still not a thousand dollars. They're buying their products. Their products are lasting them six and their family. Nine months and their family sometimes. Uh, so we get all up in our spirits about this because we know there is an easier way. But we have been sold and we are so committed to doing something because we found something that we think works. And we're so like... <laughs> gung-ho about sticking to it. Somebody told you something and you really believed it. You believed it about yourself and you believed that your hair was difficult. You believed that your hair needed all of these steps. You believed that your hair needed all these products. You believed that no one understood your hair. And that's the part that I think really gets to us mm -hmm. is that 
it feeds into all of the self-perception issues that we have, the ability to feel attractive with our natural hair and whatever state it's in, whether it's styled or not styled. It feeds into so much that things that for black women, a lot of us have not yet begun to address. Or unload. Or if, well, y'all unload that. Y'all unload that in our chairs, actually. <laughs> our chairs, our inboxes, all these places. Oh God, not the inbox, please. <laughs> Email, like, yeah, that's uh, true. That's true. So we just we we have we stand on the fact that there is no such thing as four C hair. It and does we will not exist. Always. We will not bend. That. We will not bulge. We will not change our minds. I, I don't see, for see, as you know, like five years, like, you know what? So there is a, <laughs> no, I've no. seen too much hair. Like in the past two years of working with hair, I've seen too much hair for me to believe in that l- number letter system. Stuff that would like literally blow your mind. I mean, I had my mind blown probably like two weeks ago, uh-huh. not even a week. I had a client, and the only reason I'm sharing her um, her ethnicity is because I, it's important to understand. She She's half Korean, half black. For those of you that don't know, may not have any Asian friends or had any uh, any relationships or, you know, experiences with Asian folks, they have really coarse hair. And by coarse, <laughs> we mean a very thick hair strand. They have multiple layers of cuticle. Multiple. And so that hair is more resistant. It's very heavy. Um, it's harder to... So called moisturized because water typically. But just that's why they get them bad ass haircuts. The hair. Yes, they the haircuts be bad. Them haircuts be bad because they got the stuff that don't know Chinese bobs. Else. Let's talk about let's. I mean, there's a reason why it's stereotypical, but reason why Chinese bob is like it just lays heavy and flat. That and hair, amazing. That hair, that hair. Like I have clients, I be like, you have amazing. Tw-. Like there's hair that's so amazing for <laughs> twist outs. You don't understand. Like it's deeper than looking at what you see. Like. Like face value. You're looking at it from a face value perspective. Mm-hmm. But when you get into it, so back to her, she's half Asian, half, sorry, half Korean, half um, black, and her hair on, again, face value, she has silky hair. You get in there and I start working like, this hair ain't silky. It, it looks, it's reflective. It's reflective. It is reflective. But it's coarse. It is so coarse. I styled this client's hair, put it under the dryer, and her whole crown webbed. I said, I cannot. Send her home like this. I know what I need to do because there's a thing we say this all the time. We get clients and you're like, oh, this hair is silky. And then you do it, you're like, oh, no, 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 no. I need to treat this like black girl hair. <laughs> Because again, like what we see on the surface isn't necessarily when we really start to get in that hair, we have to operate in a different way because we're evaluating what the essential, what the real essential elements are of that person's hair in front of us. And we're creating routines and product selections based on what we see, not some arbitrary number letter evaluation on the surface value of someone's Because hair. if I would have sent her, and I just got a message actually from her friend today. And she was like, thank you so much for taking care of her because I sent her to somebody else. Mm-hmm. It didn't work out. And so you redeemed like it for everybody. Yes! <laughs> um, she's like, other people would have sent her on with the webby hair. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I I can't. It was In my spirit, I get vexed. I'm like, I know like, no, I can no, do no, better. I know I can do better. Can you? Do you have time? I need to redo this. Because that would have bothered you for the next month. You, there's, it probably bothered you for the next five years because there's still stuff that like I could have done this. <laughs> this is like from five years ago. So but this is who we are the, as that Yeah, we're just always about you know creating a, a an experience and a finished look that we're satisfied with them walking the streets with. Because I know she she was flying back home. 
And I already know she Flying. got. Flying. Yeah, she's, you know, she's, in, she's going to O'Hare Airport. There's people there. And I hate O'Hare. But I'm just saying, there's <laughs> all the people there. So they're looking. They see this mm-hmm. lady and her hair is like, whoa, it looks amazing. So I, I have to live up to that. So saying all that to say, like, you're looking at your hair on a face value level. You need to get deep. And when we talk about essential elements, that's something we cover in the in our ebook, Wash Your Damn Hair. We also cover it in the Black Curl Magic Digital Slime. We also cover it at Cut It Kinky with Stylist. Mm-hmm. But knowing those essential elements are going to be game-changing for how you approach, treat, how your hair actually behaves. Because I can tell you, I have clients who are like, I stopped not using shampoo. My hair was amazing in three or four months. And it's not even where it's going to be. Like, Mm-mm. I can see where it's going, but... For them to be able to see the change, to see the the behavior ha- that has developed, see hair doing things that it didn't do before. And experience the ease of it. Whoa. That is the best message that I get from clients of where yes. it's like, I can't replicate what you do, which is fine, because I've been doing this for 13 years. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that. You're... Mm-hmm. I do this. People pay me money for it. I don't expect you to American be able to go dollars. home and replicate American it. Dollars. But when <laughs> I have a client email me and say, hey, I did my hair in an hour. I did my hair in 45 minutes and I felt comfortable going to an interview or I had this family function and I felt great and people complimented me that never ever complimented me on my I natural went to hair. A gala with I went my to hair. Yes, yes, hair was a and my hair was amazing. So like to get those types of messages when everything else is like all these memes are saying all these things about oh gotta you know it's gotta wash do day. My hair. It's like it's wash day. And it's like, girl, if y'all knew how easy it could be. So to all the 4C people that are sitting there like, what? Ever. Like, oh my God, I have to fight them on the internet because before, they are so wrong. They do not know what they're talking about. you come over here. I can hear y'all bitch wrong this camera. Your, with your boxing gloves. <laughs> Just trust and believe we're ready, first of all. <laughs> first yeah. of all, we're Two ready. Two girls from the south side of Chicago, around the 70 and 9, <laughs> with the number 9 bus. <laughs> we ready. We're ready. Okay, first we're ready. Second of all, like... We challenge you just to give up all the practices that are associated with your specific hair and develop a relationship with your hair that actually like takes into consideration the science, the theory. And again, we have ex- we got experience and we're not and talking receipts. about this. We're not talking about this and this. No, because I've been doing this. I've been natural for 16 years. Mm. I was natural before there was natural hair products <laughs> on the market when the S-curl gel... In the men's section was the only thing that you could use for a wash ago when your hair was like that long. I tried that and I was really upset about that suggestion. I was really upset. No, but my, I only used it when my hair was short because when my hair got longer, I just, I, I, I just. I used... don't know what list my hair was when I tried it, but I was angry. <laughs> I was really angry. Two things that made me angry. That co-washing shit <laughs> made me angry. And that Jerry Curl Activator suggestion. I, I'm still angry at the internet about that. Okay, but it worked for me back in 2003. <laughs> so... Beyond that, being natural for so long, it's like, yeah, I can tell you about my hair, but it's never about my hair. I don't even like having hair, guys. I am quick to be bald-headed. Still waiting. Still waiting for her to shave it off. She's been threatening. I've been threatening because I'm like, (laughs) that means I have to go to the barber every two weeks. Do y'all not know that I shave the side of my own head because I don't like going to places to get my hair done? She does not. I don't. Uh, And that is a sight. That's a thing for me, so I understand when clients are hesitant to build relationships with stylists because I'm tender-headed. 
I don't like spending all day in the salon. I have all the same gripes clients have, but that's where making the experience different is important and understanding that your hair is not a purple unicorn and that there is someone out there who actually understands the science, the theory, and the practical matter for your hair. So if you're wanting to do it, hey, 30 days, give up raw shea butter, raw coconut oil, raw castor oil, eco styler. The motherland will forgive you. They will forgive you. Trust me. But if you want guidance, you can come over and do the 30 day hair detox at blackcurlmagic.com. Join the Black Curl Magic digital salon, and we're going to be here for you. All right? We, we got you. We like, got you, girl. I want to see what happens after those who have. Uh, dedicated themselves to this 4C life. I see so much 4C here. That it's a 4C. lifestyle. It's literally it has become a lifestyle. It's, so but it ain't your let lifestyle. Go. It ain't your lifestyle. lifestyle. Let it go. We're gonna we gonna deactivate all these 4C pages, put shut it down. Because it's not, it's not at all what you think it is. Your hair is not what you think it is. Stop thinking about it and really know about it though. 